What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Spectators. My name is Julian Osius. I'm here with my buddy, Brooklyn. What is going on, brother? What's going on is we got basketball tomorrow, baby. This is a special NBA preview episode of The Spectators. Yes, sir. I'm hype. As you guys like to know, before the season starts for the sports that we really kind of cover on this show, we like to give you a full preview of how we see the season is going to go, what teams are going to be the ones you got to look out for, if there's any potential sleepers, who are uh, choices for MVP, Rookie of the Year, and um, most improved, I think we're doing, uh, who Mm -hmm. they are for that, and kind of just our overview as how this season is going to go. It's a little bit different this season facts we, we only got a 72 game season we're starting in december it's gonna be fun yeah it's gonna be um, a lot of fun we got the playing tournament to look forward to at the end when we start getting really into crunch time so yeah and it's dope. it's it's interesting starting so late in the year because like you just said uh usually around christmas time we're about a third of the way kind of through the season yeah give or take we're starting to make our way starting to see the picture as to who's real and who's not and usually christmas time is a really good indicator of that and that Mm -hmm. is just not the case this season nope uh really short turnaround off the bubble Uh, we will not be in a bubble this year which is going to be or this season which is kind of interesting i do want to say where we are going to be me and julian we're gonna be at the Tampa Raptors season opener against the Pelicans. So if you in Tampa and you listening to this and you go into the game, or you just want to chill before the game and come see your boys, come say what's up. We might have uh, some cool stuff for you going on. So yeah, yeah. Hope to see you there. You know we're we're really excited about that. Um, we, we managed to to get away to to go to this Raptors opener, Tampa's NBA debut, by the way. Yeah, and um, this is gonna be fun. I'm excited. This is historic, bro. Yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be exciting. We're gonna be in the building, baby. And um, you know, our Tampa Bay Raptors are gonna be great this season. I I just I just know it. <laughs> but yes, that's what we're looking forward to. That is going to be on Wednesday. But the season actually starts tomorrow, and we have two yep. really really great matchups to start the year. They usually do a good job about that. But this is a really fun one. They got 7 o'clock Eastern to start the season. Warriors, Nets. KD gets to play against his old team right off the bat. Mm -hmm. I'm so hyped. And And it's no secret. The the Nets are my team, if anybody's been following. So I'm I'm excited, man. Yeah, and, I mean, it's the first real glimpse you get of KD and Kyrie. You get to see uh, the Warriors at closer to full strength than they were last year obviously there's no clay thompson this year which is not ideal but they are a new look team when they got kelly Oubre, andrew wiggins and james wiseman we don't really know what to expect out of them but we know steph curry is going to do steph curry things i look forward to that being the first game of the year game two we have the Mm -hmm. battle of la Mm -hmm. so we got the defending champs lebron and anthony davis Going against yes, Pandemic sir. P and the Claw. Mm-hmm. And so that'll be fun, too. I mean, the the Lakers got significantly better this offseason, I'd say. And I don't think the Clippers made any strides to get any better. So No, they, they definitely were stagnant. 
if anything, maybe a little bit of a regression since they lost uh, Montrez to the Lakers, which is tough. So, but starting the season, L.A. versus L.A., man, you can't get better than that. Yeah, those are two really good games, so I'm excited for Tuesday. And it's a nice we – have, we have some football tonight and then NBA tomorrow and then NBA for the next couple of months. Now sports feel like officially back. College football is moving into bowl season now, so weekends got a little drier, but then they didn't at all because now we got the NBA. And hockey's starting back up in a couple weeks too. So sports are really yep. uh, kicking back in the gear these next couple of weeks. But we're, we're going to – you know, we got the game starting tomorrow. But outside of those games, because we know those four teams are likely going to be good, right? They're going to be uh, – the Warriors are still a big question mark, but I think they're going to be still pretty good this year. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that they, they won't return back to form, but they'll be in the hunt. Absolutely. They'll be in the playoffs. But what we're going to do is we're going to go through every team in the NBA pretty much alphabetically, and we're just going to talk about who we got to look out for on their team, if we think they're going to be anything – kind of a deal starting with the Atlanta Hawks how do you feel about the Hawks I feel really good about the Hawks man I feel like they they ended the season really poorly last year second to last in the east but man they get Clint Capella they obviously had a Rondo they get Bogdanovich and all the pieces that they've had are just gonna flow nicely together as they keep on progressing and getting that chemistry and I mean what Trey Young does man you you can't sleep on this kid so I'm really excited to see what the Hawks are gonna do this year bro they're really deep yeah they're really really deep this is a really deep and really young team and they got significantly more mature this season or like coming into the season not just with the young guys having another year so you have Trey Young and Kevin Huerter and uh, Hunter and uh, Cam Reddish mm-hmm. all getting another year. And John Collins, too. I can't forget him. John Collins, John yeah. Collins is a beast. Um, all those guys are young. I mean, they're all, they're all under 28, I want to say. And um, good, good then take, yeah. you, you add a veteran like Danilo Gallinari. You add mm-hmm. another decently young guy in Bogdanovich, who's become kind of a yeoman in this league at this point, uh, a, a staple 3-and-D defender kind of deal. And then Clint Capella, who they traded for last season, now had a full offseason to kind of mesh and gel with Trey and John and kind of figure out his role in this team. I really, really like the Hawks to be a sneaky good team this season. I do too, man. I do too. They're going to make a splash. Yeah, I I just feel like... I feel like Danilo Gallinari is probably one of the most like slept on good players in this league for like the last decade really oh yeah he's a bona fide he scorer. buckets yeah he can get you buckets and having him as a third or fourth option is like a luxury that's like a most teams and when i say most teams i mean quite literally every team wishes they had him as their fourth option yeah and I don't know if he's third or fourth on this team, but that's kind of semantics at this point. I really like and that. And even if he comes off the bench, like having a player like that on your second team, along with Rondo, Reddish, and then Bogdanovich, if uh, he ends up coming off the bench, or Huter, whoever, whatever their rotations end up being, 
it's dangerous. They got pieces. Yeah, I, I'm. I I really like this team. I think they also have a lot defensively that mm-hmm. I think is going to be slept on. Clint Capella and John Collins are fantastic defensively, as well as somebody like Cam Reddish, who's just uber athletic. Um, and then they have like a guy like Tony Snell kind of lurking there, who's just been a defensive machine his whole career. Um, I really mm-hmm. like this team. I think they're going to be fighting for like a middle of the pack uh, Eastern spot. I'm thinking like four or five. Yeah, I, I definitely have them in the playoffs without a doubt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. I Also, um, Trey Young, you're going to hear his name from me a little bit later as well. But um, I'm really excited for Trey and like another year of his growth. Oh, absolutely. We've already seen so much from him. Mm-hmm. So next we got the Boston Celtics. Uh, they're going to be without Kemba for a little bit, which is a little bit concerning, but also yeah. not just because I do think this team is very, very deep. Um, they they got Jeff Teague this offseason. They, they went and drafted Peyton Pritchard, who I think is going to be a lot better than people think he's going to be, especially they playing with uh, Marcus Smart. Thompson. Yeah, Tristan Thompson joins this team, which is like an interesting thing. But that's a position they really, really needed. They did not have a bona fide big man. They don't even need a guy who's going to score down low. They just need like solid rebounds, and they got out. Yeah, because like Daniel Thice was he, he's okay, and he's he, still he's there too. The, yeah, he's still there. And then they got the young dude Grant Williams, who he's a big body, and just just off the little bit preseason that I saw, he was he was working too, like. Well, last year he was only putting up three, but he wasn't getting no playing time. But especially since uh, Tristan Thompson's going to be out a little bit also to start this uh, year, I think uh, that rotation between Williams and Thice is going to be a nice little mix. Yeah, and this is, I'm not saying this is the last year, but this is the year that Jason Tatum officially makes his step into stardom. I think, yeah. I think without Kemba to start, he's going to have an increased role, and he's going to have to, and he's really going to put himself in that conversation with the upper echelon guys in this league with this season. I love Jason Tatum, man. I don't, but I think he's really good. <laughs> like, obviously I hate him because he's on Boston, but he, he's one of those guys that, like, if he was on any other team besides Boston, he might mess around and be one of my favorite players. Like, I really like what this kid does. Well, and, and he's and he's just uber talented. And apparently he grows three inches every offseason, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Put on weight, about. put on height. So yeah, we'll we'll see what we get from him. Yeah, we're gonna see what we get from him, and that's gonna be super fun too. Just because like Boston has been a team that's been right there, but like yeah. it hasn't been able to do it. No, I, I still feel like that, that's still the case with them. Yeah. Like they'll they'll obviously make the playoffs, middle of the pack, but besides that, I don't I don't see more than a second round. Yeah, I mean they might get to the conference finals again. They did it last year, um, but I, yeah, I, but the I, East is a lot deeper this year than it was last year. So yeah, that's definitely. I don't know. I just I don't particularly love the Celtics to be a team that like actually wins something i just i do think they're super talented and um, now that doesn't mean in the future within like the next five years that they can't make something happen they got a nice core if they could get like 
a really, really solid big man. And maybe Tristan Thompson ends up revitalizing his career out of Cleveland. Who, yeah. who knows? Yeah, maybe. maybe he's the one. But I, I think that's what they're really missing. Because, I mean, Kemba, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, like, the, those are good pieces. Yes, sir. So, well, we'll see what happens. Next up, we have the Brooklyn Nets. There's not a whole lot to say here besides that KD and Kyrie are going to be KD and Kyrie this season if they stay yeah. healthy, which is certainly always a thing you have to worry about with those two guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have some cool little pieces around them. I don't know how good all of these pieces are for them, um, but I do think there is some talent to be seen around. I think Chris Lavert is a pretty darn good player. Um Spencer Dinwiddie is a nice little J.R. Smith off the bench kind of deal. Um, mm-hmm. I do have concerns about any sort of guard play outside of Kyrie. I have true concerns about their size because Jared Allen is nice, but he's prone to foul out of games. Um, apart from those two things, this is a really good team, and they're certainly going to be number one. Two they're or three they're really East. deep, too, which is a thing. And we go and add uh, Landry Shamit, which is dope for our depth. And, I mean, like, you got Joe Harris, one of the best three-point shooters in the league. Shamit adds to that, too. Our young guys have been working, like uh, Luabu Cabarro. He's been dope. You had Jeff Green. So, I mean, it. we're definitely a deep team. And, like you said, if we could stay healthy, uh, I really like what we got going on here. Yeah. And, again, my big thing is if Kyrie's not on the court, who's going to run this offense efficiently? That's going to be... I mean, Karis LeVert has shown he could do it. And here's what I'm going to tell you. Um, I haven't seen him run an offense through others much in his career. He is a very good, very talented scorer. I don't know if he can run an offense by himself. So if Kyrie's not there, I do have my worries. But that's really it. That's all I got. And a little bit defensively. I'm not sure how great defensively this team's going to be either. That's But that's like kind of a nitpicky thing just bringing that up because the bucks are maybe the best defensive team we've ever seen so it is important to kind of note that adding jeff green and bruce brown the they grow a lot more defensively than they were last year so we'll, we'll see what that uh next up we got the charlotte hornets uh the highest payroll in the league that just doesn't deserve it Gordon Hayward, once again, is not going to be on the court for a while, but he's going to be running up a check. He is going to be getting that bag. And what I will say is this is the first time, maybe ever, that the Charlotte Hornets might be fun. LaMelo Ball. I'm really, really excited. LaMelo joins the front. You get Gordon Hayward that if he plays anything like he did in Utah is a really nice asset to have. P.J. Washington and Devontae Graham are definitely the two highlights of this team that they wanted to grow around. And Mm -hmm. if those two can continue their progress into becoming just solid NBA starters, they don't even need to be stars. Um, Even though I think Devontae Graham is on his way to being one. I think this team could be fun. Yeah, dropping 18 points a game last year, like... And that's nothing to sleep on from him. Well, and then he had a little stretch there where he was going like for thirty a game for like four or five games. So facts, um, facts. Yeah, I, I just think if you you add Lamelo Ball to this, if Lamelo looks like he did in the preseason, which was pretty electric. Um, yeah, man. 
and he grows off of that, I think this team has a nice, interesting future. I don't know how bright it could be, but they do have reason to be optimistic more so than they did three weeks ago or four weeks ago. <laughs> so. Yeah, like this season, I don't know how much they do. I, I don't see them being in the hunt. It'll be a fun team, like you said. Just, I don't know how much I believe in Cody Zeller being their anchor in the middle. So once they really are able to get a big man to add to that, to complement all those uh, pieces, then we might be looking at something really cool over there in Charlotte. Uh, next up, Chicago Bulls. I don't like what they're doing over there in Chicago. I think they're yeah. kind of stacking guys that don't mesh well together. I think they have a lot of talent, which is crazy. I think Laurie Markkinen and Zach Levine are both very good players. I think Colby White is going to be a really nice bench player whenever he kind of figures himself out. But outside Otto of those Porter's three, I don't think <laughs> Wendell Carter is any good. I don't like Otto Porter, and I specifically don't like his contract. Yeah, that that's another thing. But um, Yeah, I, I think the Bulls are going to be right back where you saw them last year. Mm-hmm. And that's not particularly any good. I do hope that they can kind of figure something out, but I don't really, I don't really like what they got going on. Yeah, I got, I got no faith from the Bulls. They, they haven't gave us anything the last couple of years to be excited about. Just anything. They, yeah. They're just there. Uh, next, the Cleveland Cavaliers, a very interesting team because they have two All Stars on this team. They have a really good kid going into his third year in Colin Sexton, and this is kind of that make or break. Is he going to be that kind of guy year? Um, But I think the true issue with the Cavs is that Colin Sexton is still young. And and he can get a little wild at times, too. He can get wild. He can get erratic and turn the ball over a lot. And then mm-hmm. outside of him, Kevin Love and Andre Drummond, this team is significantly below average in talent. Yeah, like they they have a couple of like nice little pieces, like Seti Osman, uh, Deladova, Larry Nance. We're, all McGee. right, we're not gonna run over like Deladova like he's any. Sort no, of I'm just player. saying, like I'm not saying he's the greatest piece on the team, like, but they they got some nice complementary pieces to put there. I like that young boy that they got, Okoro. So, but again, just no nothing that's going to put them over the top and make a run in the playoffs. No, and I, I, I don't think. I think this team is built to be trading players sooner and later. Um, yeah, which I'm surprised they kind of haven't done already. But you know, here we are. Next up, the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, they're going to be fun. They're going to yeah. be fun. I don't love this team's roster by any stretch of the imagination. I actually think this roster is objectively bad. Yeah. But Kristaps, Luka Doncic, I really like those two guys. I mean, they're both really, really talented. Outside of them, I have major concerns, not just in talent. I think Josh Richardson's kind of cool, but he's certainly not a number three player on a team. And this team has playoff aspirations outside of Luka and Kristaps. Who on this team can make a shot when they need it? That's the concern. Maybe five times out of ten to Hardaway. 
and and that's where it stops. Yeah, and I do think Luca can will this team to a higher seed because I think he is that good. I think this is LeBron as LeBron esque of a player as we've seen in the league, which is like scary. Mm-hmm. And he made such a significant jump last season, and he's only twenty one years old, so he's going to still be getting better. Oh, absolutely. I think he's going to will this team to a higher seed in the playoffs. And when I say higher, I mean like six, seven, eight, or no, six, five ish. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think this team's built to win in the playoffs. Not yet. Not not right now. They they definitely still need more. They have the short rotation that you want in the playoffs, but it's not a rotation that you want in the playoffs. And so I really like them. I think they're a quick exit. I think they're a tough exit, though, because Luka's going to will and do everything he can. But at the end of the day, that this becomes a one-and-done kind of a deal here in Dallas. Yeah, but I am excited for the future of them, though, because Luka and KP, bro, that's going to well, be disgusting. Well, the future is now, so like, they got to figure out a way to complement those guys sooner and later. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, next, next up, up, we got the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, Denver. Um, Denver is an interesting team because this is – for the last four or five years has been the deepest team in the league and it's not even particularly close they have about 10 starting caliber players on this team it feels like or, or it feels like they do every year and they wind up getting steal after steal after steal in the draft last year they get michael porter jr they get bull bull who are both going to be productive nba players this year they somehow get rj hampton who coming into the draft like early, early last year, it was a projected top three pick. They wind up sneaking him after making a decently deep run into the playoffs last year. So I really, really like what they do. Jamal Murray is going to have an absolute breakout season. Absolutely, man. What he did last year in the bubble, oh, yeah, ridiculous. What he did in the bubble was insane. And if he continues that, this team is going to be a really, really good shape because even with him playing that well, he's still not the best player on this team. Nope. And when you have a guy like Nikola Jokic, who has a guy almost as good and on par, it's a little bit scary. And then there's depth. It's a scary everywhere. sight without a doubt. And I and I do believe <clears throat> that you're going to see this team try and make a trade for another big name. Just, just I'm just going to throw that out there. I think they that. Should. Gary Harris and some of these other young guys that they might have are going to get packaged for somebody, whatever that might mean. There's a guy out there named James Harden. Maybe. Whatever that might mean. Uh, maybe. And, uh, let me just preface everything by saying, if the Nuggets get James Harden, they are my favorite to win the West. It's that simple. Yeah. <sighs> It's that simple. <laughs> They'll be dangerous, man. It's that simple. They'll be dangerous. I, I don't know about winning the West, but they will put up a fight with the Lakers. And, man, so, it won't be a cakewalk at all. No. At all. So that's so. that's what we think of them. Um, I, I, know, I think very highly of them. Detroit, not much to say. Derrick Rose is the best <laughs> player on this team. Shouldn't be. <laughs> He just shouldn't be. Their uh, small forward got more syllables in his name than they got stars. So, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. 
I'm not gonna. I almost tried. I'm not gonna try. <laughs> That's all I got. I'm not gonna try. Um, Golden State Warriors. <laughs> we mentioned them earlier. They're gonna be interesting. Uh, one thing I really want to see this team do is potentially revitalize Kent Bazemore. He had a really high ceiling at one point, has not lived up to it when he was in Atlanta and kind of afterwards. If Bazemore yeah. can become a productive NBA player again, if Draymond can get out of the gutter that he's kind of put himself in and shoot a ball like a normal person, uh, they're going to have a decently fun season because Andrew Wiggins can play. Steph Curry is going to Steph Curry. Kelly Oubre is a great number three, four kind of guy. And they have a lot yeah. of depth. So, Yeah, if uh, Looney and Poole could uh, step up also this year, that that adds even more depth. Well, I'm not going to look at Looney as much. I'm going to look at Eric Peschel, who had a fantastic rookie season last year and was very overlooked in the rookie of the year race just because of Zion and Ja. Like, it wasn't really a fair time yeah. for him but yeah. i really like eric Peschel, and if he is able to be another guy who can stretch the floor for them and almost play that draymond role that draymond was playing in 2015 i i like i like what i see yeah i, I didn't mention him because i expect him to return to form and continue growing houston rockets this is a really interesting team because we just don't know what's going to happen yeah. Uh, they have John Wall. They have P.J. Tucker. They have Eric Gordon. It's an interesting team for now, but I don't think it stays. I do think Harden winds up getting traded at some point. And then when Harden gets traded, they're going to wind up trading John Wall. They're going to try and boost his um, trade value, I'd imagine, and then deal him and kind of do a full teardown if they do trade uh, James Harden. So. Which they very much most likely are. And then, like, you also got the Marcus Cousins there. If Harden stays, like, John Wall, uh, James Harden, Marcus Cousins, Eric Gordon, P.J. Tucker, like, it, it's a decent team. It's an interesting team, and they're deeper than they've been with this yeah. team. But I, so. I don't I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> uh, the yeah, Indiana Pacers, they're going to be... I think they're dead. I know Victor Oladipo does not want to be here anymore. Um, and yeah. he was really the the heartbeat of this team. Demonis Sabonis, he's a breakout star. He's really interesting to watch. And then TJ Warren had a phenomenal bubble. And he really had a good season as a whole. Mm-hmm. We'll kind of see what TJ does. I have major concerns as to whether he can do even a quarter of what he did in the bubble and throw a full season. It'll be interesting. And then if Oladipo isn't there, then I really don't have much expectations for this team. But with Oladipo and Brogdon and Sabonis and Warren, I do like this team to be a, they're a good team. second round exit. Yeah, they're a good team. So they they got pieces. Yep. Uh, the Clippers. We touched on them earlier. There's not a whole lot extra to say. I think they got a little bit worse. They lost their third best player, and he went to their arch rival. That's not a good off season. <laughs> yeah, man. Now they did replace him with Serge Ibaka, so it's not like they replaced him with like the worst guy in the world. I actually think that's a pretty good replacement if you're gonna have to replace him. And then they did get Nicholas Batum who is really, really interesting because he is 
a three and D player to the to the max. If he can find his shot again, he's been hurt the last couple of seasons. Um, he's gonna definitely be an asset to this team. But that's a major if he can find that shot. Without a doubt. Who's next? We got we going uh, across the locker room. We got the Lakers. Uh, best team and, in the NBA. Uh, they won it last year. Yeah. They're better this year. Yeah. Right. LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> Next <So>. caller. <laughs> I mean, you add Marcus All, Dennis Schroeder, and Montrez Harrell to a team that already won, and they're all direct right. upgrades. They're, they're they're disgusting. Yeah. There, there's no way around it. Yeah. There, I, there's I, nothing I, we could say yeah, to dismiss that. They're they're good. Uh, Memphis is going to be fun. Yeah. I like Memphis. John ja Morant, rookie of the year. He's a baller. Dylan Brooks is a sneaky, sneaky good player, too. Um, another kind of year for all those guys to, to get a little bit better. It just really depends on how, if, like, Jaron Jackson or and Justice Winslow, how they kind of grow a little bit more. Because it's yeah, really well, just... without a doubt. Because right this is the team. Like, this is what they've built for. Now it's just, is the development going to happen? Mm-hmm. Because there's no more picks. Like this team is good at this point. Like there's no more top three. Picks yeah, all, all you're really adding is depth. Yeah. So like along the line, yeah, you might get a piece possibly, but yeah. you you can make something happen with this. Yeah. Everybody just has to perform. Yeah, exactly. So I think this is the year that they're gonna have to step up. I think Dylan Brooks is gonna have to earn that paycheck that he just got. He got a nice little extension. Mm-hmm. And I I think that Memphis is gonna be a lot better than you think. Without a doubt. Uh, defending East champions, Miami Heat. Um, I love the Heat. I think they're really fun. I don't think they go back to the finals. I think no, I think no, they no had way. a really big bubble mojo kind of a feel. I think they're going to be a pesky team, but I don't think that they have that, that whatever it is. Yeah, I, I think you could still put them at like 3-4 in the East, but... No way that they make a finals run again. I wouldn't say no way, but it's highly unlikely. I'm going with no way. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks. They they now, get odd. Now that's better. the one with the way. They they know the way. <laughs> this is a interesting interesting off season. They kind of tear it down and rebuild it a little bit. Uh, they get DJ Augustine and Drew Holiday, who have been fantastic role players their whole career. Drew Holiday, probably the best defending point guard we've had in the league in a long time. And then they also go and get Bobby Portis, who's a nice little bench piece. Um, Giannis is the two-time back-to-back MVP, and now they have three and a half all-stars on the starting four or starting five. So, yeah. It's going to be interesting. That, that starting rotation is scary. Yeah, the starting five is really good. Like, really, really good. They don't have the they, biggest they bench. The I do think DiVincenzo is really good. I like Pat Connaughton as a defender. And, again, I think Bobby Portis is a good player. Is there going to be a guy on this bench that steps up and becomes a six-man that you kind of need in this league? Well, will it be Giannis's little brother? No. I'll, I'll, <laughs> no. 
simply put. How wild would that be? You 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 see Antetokounmpo coming off the court just for another one to come back onto the court to give you the same work. The same. Like could work. you imagine that? Yeah. You you just get Antetokounmpo for 48 minutes. It's like you're turning down the energy sliders. That would be terrible. Like that would be insane. <laughs> so that that's a crapshoot, but <laughs> that would be wild. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, they got D'Lo in a full first season there. Carl Anthony Towns, no more Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins is gone. Uh, they got the epic and beautiful return of uh, Timberwolves legend Ricky Rubio. <laughs> um, I don't think this team is any good, like at all. I, I wouldn't say at all. Like I, I think they have a possibility of maybe sneaking in during the play-in tournament. Like they got, they got decent pieces. Like D'Angelo and uh, uh, Cat, I think they'll complement each other decently well. Anthony Edwards, hopefully he uh, ends up doing what he got to do. So yeah. I don't think they're the worst team, but they're far from the best. Um, I'll, I'll say it. I think they're the worst. I think they're really bad. I think Anthony Edwards is not the guy they needed. I think he was the best guy, and so they felt they had to take him. Mm-hmm. And I think a Lamelo Ball would have fit this team infinitely more, and I think he would have made them immediately better and more of a contender. I'm not arguing with that. I'm just—I don't like the direction that this team has gone in. They really just wanted to get D'Angelo there so that Cat wouldn't leave because they're best friends. But now they're just going to plot to go somewhere together. They're probably just going to go to New York, like. <laughs> just find a place that's not Minnesota and just go there. Yeah, it's kind of my my feel towards the Timberwolves. I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. Fair enough. Pelicans. Uh, Zion. Brandon. I'm Ingram, a big Steven Adams. Big fun. fan. Fun of this Pelicans team. Then you you throw Lonzo, JJ Redick, Eric Bledsoe, Josh Hart. Like the, this team is nice. They're deep. They're fun, they're young, they're explosive. I think they're going to make a run. They're going to be fun. Yeah, I, I definitely think this is a team that now they've had a year together, Zion's had another year, figure out how to walk normally this time. Um, and then They'll adding Steven Adams too. I think is a really, really big deal. That, that puts them over the top because I've been saying they need a big man and this team will be dangerous. The fact that Steven Adams is the big man that they go and get, mm. mm, 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 So, I'm excited for this team. Now, how good do we think the Pelicans are going to be? Five seed, maybe. I, I they'll I, be. I do think there's half at least, of the playoffs. Yeah, I do think there's at least four clear-cut better teams than them. Oh yeah, without a doubt. But I, I definitely see them bottom half of the playoffs. But I do think they're a lock to make the playoffs. Okay. Okay, okay. Uh, New York Knicks. I think this is the first time in a long time that the Knicks have any sort of good feeling to feel. As much as I like hating on the Knicks and and we have our little talks on the side, I agree. I think um, they did a fantastic job in a draft with Obi Toppon and getting quickly, 
who through mm-hmm. the couple of preseason games that he played has shown a lot of potential as potentially the starting point guard of this team in the future. Um, and then he really gels really well with Kevin Knox. So Kevin Knox, if he actually plays like he kind of has that ability to, um, there's a lot of young guys in this team. R.J. Barrett, Mitchell Robertson, Kevin Knox, top on quickly. I like that as a as a core moving forward. Yeah, I think uh, R.J. and Toppin are going to be a nice little duo to move forward with. And then Mitch, obviously you put him in there too. And adding Nerlens Noel gives a little bit of depth on uh, the big man side to give Mitch a little bit rest when he comes off. So. Yeah. I don't know how big of a piece uh, Noel's going to be, but I think it's a nice little depth piece. Yeah, um, the Knicks are going to be better than they were last year. Not by a whole lot, but I think they will be better. And I think they're going to be better in all the ways that matter. I think there's going to be a lot of technically better basketball. And that's that's a step. Yeah. That's certainly a step. It is. They've been, they're coming out of rock bottom yep. from an organizational standpoint. So. And speaking of rock bottom, this is the year. Oklahoma City Thunder are going to be bad. Yeah, they, they somehow managed to avoid the Grim Reaper and cheat death last year. But it's not happening this no, year. This year, it's over. It's GG. <laughs> they actually made an interesting move where they got a draft pick. And Al Horford at the same time from Philly, just so Philly could get rid of Horford's contract. <laughs> um, they're going to try and build up value for him. They're going to try and build up value for George Hill. And they're going to try and continue to get more and more and more draft picks. They need all the draft picks. Give them all of them. Uh, I'm pretty sure the number is at like 50 right now in the next four years. It's so. insane. <laughs> it's just nuts. <laughs> I mean, um, shout out to the organization. They're, they're great. The team, it sucks right now. But so they got a bright future. Hopefully they don't hopefully, mess that up. Hopefully. Who, who's to say? They, uh, they've had all the talent in the world the last 10 years. So. Yeah, seriously. Well, we'll see. Next we have perpetual eight-seed Orlando Magic. Um, yeah, they, they made a home with that eight-seed. Yeah, and I'm going to just and go you know ahead what? and tell DJ to run that back. Yeah, it's a <laughs> shout out. We're going to get another it works, it works. I do really, really, really like the Cole Anthony draft pick because I think if there was any position that this team really needed an upgrade at, it was the guard position. Mm -hmm. Because I love Evan Fournier. I think Evan Fournier is much better than anybody wants to give him credit for. Oh, absolutely. But I don't know if Markel Fultz is the answer. Now, I will say this about Markel. I think he progresses this year. And I know that's not really saying much. But the fact of what we've seen from him in the last couple of years, forgets how to shoot, all I think that he just nonsense. feels a little bit more comfortable. Exactly. I feel like this is more of a home for him. He'll be more comfortable. He'll fit into place. And he'll show out. And I definitely expect progression from him. Hopefully. So, and him and uh, Cole Anthony, I think they'll complement each other pretty nicely. And I like the Magic's depth. Like they got pieces all around. Like Terrence Ross. Yeah, it's just it's Vucevic just there's nobody Aaron here. Gordon, like. We we kind of talked about it for the playoffs last year. There's nobody here that puts fear into your heart, and that's what you need in the playoffs. And so this team is an yeah. interesting team that they can beat you probably on any given night. But once the playoffs come around, it's 
if you don't have that guy. Like, it'll be great if they could just go get somebody to throw in the middle, bring Terrence Ross to the bench, get them a little nice Well, I think if you added a guy like Jimmy guard. Butler to his team, it would make a world of difference. Oh, yeah. Not saying him, but just in, like a guy like that. That that type of player. Yeah, absolutely. You just need a dog. Yeah. And, like, they got they got puppies all around, mm-hmm. and, and together they get a nice little kennel. But you, you walk by it and just like, oh, they're cute. They're, they're cute. But you you're not getting barked at when you roll by, so that that's the issue. Yeah, um, but I I do like the magic sitting at the eight seed yet again. Yeah, just what it's gonna be. Phoenix is gonna be fun. I think Phoenix is better than they're than they've been literally in the last decade. Chris Paul is gonna add a lot to this team. Not even in the stat sheet, he's gonna add a lot. Uh, DeAndre Ayton finally can play basketball again since he stopped taking drugs, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, but they're not testing for it. So yeah. if you are, shout okay. out. Go crazy, go stupid. Um, <laughs> I think Phoenix is going to be a really, really high ceiling, low floor team. I think if this goes bad, they could be as bad as they've been. And I think if it goes well, they can be a four seed. I think it's that much of a disparity. Yeah, because looking at what Chris Paul did with the misfit toys over there in Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. the fact that he has pieces over here. Like, objectively, like, better pieces. <laughs> like, actual people? Yeah. I think he can make something happen, bro. Yeah. And Devin too. Booker just continues to get better and better. Yeah. And like you said, if DeAndre Aiden could stay off the bud, like, and stay on the court, he's going to be fired. And then Jay Crowder's a nice little piece on the side too. Like yeah. Sarge on the bench. I, I like them. They're they're definitely interesting. They're yeah. certainly interesting. Uh, uh next, we got the Sixers. Next up is the Sixers. Yeah. Yeah, you skipped them. I did skip them. Uh, trash. Well, well, I think they're gonna here. suck. I think they're gonna be very, very bad. <laughs> yup, and that that's where you get Sixers fans. Yeah. <laughs> you should have let us skip you. Yeah, they're bad. <laughs> I think the Sixers are going to be a four seed, and it's just a joke. Yeah. Just an absolute like, joke. It's so bad because the on paper, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid should be a top force duo in this league. Nope. And and they're just not. Nope. Also, they, they I, should be one I of the really, best duos really, in the really NBA. I really want Tobias Harris in like three, four, five years whenever his career eventually blows out, and he has a really, really quick – this dispatch from the league almost like he's a um i can't think of his name he was the um guy the pacers a couple years ago but he needs to teach a class on how to how to get that bag and do the dash and get out of here because (laughs) tobias harris absolute robbery (laughs) he's okay he's fine max contract hot take Hot take: Seth Curry's the best player on this team. Send it. I'm I'm gonna disregard that comment. We're just gonna go down to the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> um, <laughs> Portland's always interesting. They've been yeah. really, really injured the last couple of years. They get a healthy Nurkic back. They'll finally have like a shooting or a small forward that knows how to play basketball. Which is exciting. Mello's back for another year. Mello. Gary Trent Jr. had a fantastic bubble. We'll see if he can build off of that. 
and I don't know. I I like I like what this team looks like. It's just really really hard in the West. I think if Portland was in the East, I think they're a top three seed, and I think they're a very dangerous three seed. But yeah. in the West, it's so hard because Dame has to carry so much of the load every single round of the playoffs. That's the thing. If he could just get some help, they'll be fine. And I think CJ's fantastic, but I don't think CJ's in that upper echelon of like second best players in, on a team, if that makes sense. Yeah, I got you. So, it's really hard. It's really hard. I do like the Trailblazers, though. I think they're pretty much a lock for the playoffs. Now that they're healthy this season. Yeah. How much they do there, I really couldn't tell you. Yeah. I'm just here for the mellow farewell for the next couple years. Yeah. (laughs) Shout out, though. For this next team, if your name is Kale Newton, plug your ears. Um, Sacramento Kings stink. Again. Shout out to Aaron Fox. (laughs) I do think that this team is for the first time in a long time making the right direction north. But I think it's a very, very shallow increase. Like, you got guys like Jabari Parker and uh, Marvin Bagley on this team that just... You just don't know what what's going on here. Like they there's, should be good. Just uber talented, super athletic, and yet can't get to a rebound. Can't seem to run up and down the court or defend. Yeah. So like they, in theory, on paper, they got potential. They got a couple of pieces. They got a solid like seven man rotation, give or take. Mm-hmm. But it's just all question marks all over the place. Literally all of them outside of Buddy Heald and De'Aaron Fox. I think Harrison Barnes is not good. I don't think no. Hassan Whiteside is good. I think, like you said, Jabari and Bagley are just, like, really low-end cool guys to have. Like, if you see him on the on the court, you're like, hey, I know that guy, but is he actually going <laughs> to help this team? Probably not. Probably not. Um, and it's tough. And my favorite bench player time. on his team is Glenn Robinson, and that's just the worst sentence I've said all day. <laughs> yeah, we, we got to move away from that one quick. Yeah, so let's go to the Spurs. I don't like the Spurs either. <laughs> I don't like the Spurs either. I think LaMarcus Aldridge is just firmly on the decline, even though he had a good year last year. Um, I think Aldridge yeah. needs to immediately get traded back to Portland. I think, if he, I think if he goes back to Portland and he makes amends with the fans over there, I think he can have a, a really strong revitalization for a year or two of his career and maybe give Melo that ship that he's always wanted. But I would hope it's so. certainly not going to happen in San Antonio. I love DeMar DeRozan. I think he's a great guy. I think he's a great player. He can't do it on his own. I think he needs to get out of San Antonio. I think he needs to go. You put DeMar DeRozan on the Magic? Yeah, and that would be like fun. That team's, I feel like that team would be sick. That would be fun, certainly. So. Yeah, um, San Antonio. Yeah, just, just another weird team. Like, they, they got pieces. Mm-mm. Again, maybe a solid six-man yeah, rotation. <laughs> just just weird. Uh, Toronto. Toronto's interesting. They lose Marc Gasol. They lose... 
uh, Serge Ibaka, yet I actually think they're going to be better. Really? I think those two guys were really, really good for them. Obviously, they won a championship together, and I think they were fantastic. I think both of them had regression last year, but not just regression, but like when they were on the court and they were playing bad, they were detrimental. I know watching the Raptors play the Celtics, uh, Marcus all had stretches where he was just a ball clogger. Yeah. Which is not the way he's played his whole career, so it was a little bit like deflating to see. Yeah. I think Aaron Baines is literally Marc Gasol that can shoot a little bit better and is younger. I think they're the exact same player. Fair enough. And I don't know. I think you get you get another year out of Chris Boucher, who takes another step up. He, he took a step up last year. He takes another step towards being a good role player this year. Obviously, Pascal Siakam was in the MVP candidacy last year. He was that good. Yes, Yakum's an animal. And Fred Van Fleet just got paid. And Fred Van Fleet, almost out of nowhere, ever since that championship run, has been a legitimate top-tier point guard in this league. It's weird to say. It's very weird to say, but he is in that class. Obviously, he's not like the A-tier. He's not Steph, Kyrie. He's not that. But he's near that. And so they have a little bit of something here. I do yeah, think Kyle they, Lowry's going to Kyle Lowry. Yeah, so. I mean, you know where you're going to get from Kyle. Um, yeah. I like this team just because they're a little bit younger. I think it's going to be some growing pains, and I do think they wind up slipping in the the regular season rankings. And I think they're actually a more dangerous postseason team than they've been last year. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I think they'll still be good. I definitely see regression, but... I still think you have them as a lock to make the playoffs. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's I don't, too I don't much talent. Nothing that, yeah, no, nothing's that. And too much pedigree with this, this team. Too. Like they know what it takes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Utah Jazz, interesting, very, very interesting. Um, can Mike Connolly unlock the dad powers for a full season? Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Rudy Gobert just got paid. Donovan Mitchell got paid, too. We know what we're getting from Spider. But I don't really... I think Utah and Denver have always been really comparable. Like, for the last, like, couple of years, they've been very comparable in the way they've kind of built their teams. I don't like Utah's efforts in ditching all of their depth when I think that was one of their primary strengths. They don't really have any depth anymore outside of Jordan Clarkson. Yeah. And, and, like, is Derek Favors really No, nah, Derek Favors is certainly you want. Like, oh, He's just kind of there. Like, Joe, there. Uncle Joe Ingles, like, just Well, he'll probably wind up starting, out. too, is, is kind of how I see him yeah. like, fitting in this team. Um, you still got Bogdanovich here, so you, you got shooting around. But I but. think depth was, like, a really, really important thing for this team, and they've certainly thrown that to the wayside. And I think it kind of bites them in the butt. Yeah, agreed. But Donovan Mitchell's really fun, and I've, I've I really like that backcourt of Connolly and Mitchell. Yeah, I'm a big fan of it. Last and Gobert, team, you you add that for a big three. That's yeah, dope. Exactly. We got one last team here. It's the newly acquired Russell Westbrook led Washington Wizards. Before we talk about Russ, 
Bradley Beal had the best season of all time last year that nobody cared about. He didn't make an all-NBA team, yet he was averaging 31 points on like 58% shooting. Um, Put some respect on Bradley's name this season. He's probably going to be better. Just that's it. Just put some respect. I think the Wizards are still trash. Because I like the Wizards, though. Uh, I actually have them sneaking into the playoffs at an eight seed. Okay. I mean, I'm not mad at that just because the the bad teams in the East are that bad. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I don't think making the playoffs in the East means you're any good. Yeah. But like, I I like the uh, depth though. Like, obviously that front court would, uh. I mean, the backcourt with Westbrook and Beal, like, that, that's dope. I like Hachimura, Bertons, Thomas Bryant's dope. That young boy, uh, um, Denny, that they just drafted, I think he's going to turn out to be a pretty good player within the next couple of years. And then they add Robin Lopez, too. So just a little bit more depth right there. And they got Mo Wagner. I know that's not much, but... Mo Wagner. Gotta say it with, Wagner. You got to say it with your chest. The Wagner. 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 Um, yeah, I don't. But, but I, yeah, they they got some depth. I think they're an eight seed, probably. Yeah. But like, what does yeah. that do? Not much. Yeah. They they get the Nike Earn jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> it's for the pride. They do get their Earn jerseys. Shout out. Um, yeah, but like with, with Westbrook there, you can't expect them to still be as bad as they were. Oh no! Especially because last year they played without John Wall. Exactly. So you're just straight adding Westbrook. Yeah, and Westbrook's significantly <laughs> better than John Wall. So allegedly, allegedly. No, no he, but, is, he is. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna play that. I'm going. I'm going with he is. <laughs> and then you add Brad Beal right next to that. Like, come on now. All right, now the moment we've waited for. Who's your MVP? I know you're going to think this is biased. Oh, here we go with Kevin Durant. Here we go. I know you're going to think it's biased. <sighs> and I didn't want to do it. But if I didn't do it, it was going to be LeBron. But I think he's had enough time to rest. He's coming in with a vengeance. He's going to come off on a slow start. But I think he's going to be right back to form. So I got to go with the Slim Reaper. I'm sorry. I, I got to do it. Don't hate me. But I got to do it. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. I don't like you it. You don't have to like it. I don't you like don't, it. You don't have to like it. That, that's the beauty of it. I don't like it. You don't it. got to. You might not even like my next two. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> as hell not going to. <laughs> I'm sure as hell not going to. Um, I mentioned this at the top. You're going to hear me say his name again. I think this really? year, Trey Young wins really? MVP. Really? I think Trey Young absolutely goes off this season. I think, I'm not disagreeing with that. I think I'm, I'm I think Trey Young has a nearly identical season as Steph's unanimous year. Hmm. I think the the Hawks aren't going to be obviously as good as that that Golden State team. Not saying that, but I think he has a very similar season to that. And then I think since Steph has already done that, we're going to look at it less, and he's going to wind up not winning MVP. But he is going to deserve it in every single facet. Trey Young, to me, is going to be the the most valuable player in this league. He's not the best player, not by a mile. I don't even think he's top 10, but I think he's going to be MVP. Okay. As long as it's prefaced right. by I don't think he's a top 10 player, because I don't. Uh, that's fair enough. 
But if the Hawks wind up being a four seed, like I think they might be, it's going to be strictly off of his back. Look, if the Hawks are the four seed, shout out. (laughs) Trey Young for MVP. I'm not arguing. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Who we got? Rookie of the year. Who we got? I got to go with LaMelo. I think he's going to be electric this year, explosive. He's going to... He's going to shock a lot of people that uh, have been doubting him. And I think he's the best in the ball family. Well, we'll get <laughs> to another mile. ball That's in a little bit. That's not saying a whole lot. But we'll get to another ball in a minute. Hey. But, yeah, I, I got oh, LaMelo. Oh, no. Oh. I got LaMelo. I know what that means. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, for rookie of the year, I actually have Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony? Yeah. Okay. I, I think Cole Anthony has a lot of room and a lot of leverage in Orlando that if he puts in the time and gets any sort of trust from the organization, they're going to be giving him the ball. And if he if he gets that, now obviously there's that's a big if because LaMelo's going to get it no matter what. That that that's why I put LaMelo over top cuz he's not going to have to do No, he doesn't have anything to do all the to, to earn he's the ball. He the, he's just going to get the ball. He has the keys to the yeah, kingdom. He does have the, <laughs> he does have the keys. I think if Cole Anthony is given a spare key, not even the keys, a spare key. <laughs> I Put really like rugs. his chances at getting rookie of the year. Okay. I'm, I'm not mad at that. <laughs> and what we have, uh, most improved. Most improved. It's a fun award. I always really like this award. Yeah. Because you see the progression. Especially with, like, a couple of years ago, people wanted Steph to win uh, most improved, and it was literally after his MVP season. <laughs> he won MVP, and he was so good the next season. We're like, dude, we gotta give him, we gotta give him comeback or most improved. <laughs> you got to. That, that, that's the name of the game. Um, who do you have for this? I, I imagine it's Lonzo. I'm gonna keep it in the family. Uh, I do think it's Lonzo. I think all the pieces around him are gonna complement him a lot better. Okay. I. I would hope that his shot gets better. I'm I'm banking on it. I think he's going to be more confident. I think he's going to be that playmaking ball handler that you saw at UCLA. Mm-hmm. And I, I really feel like he's going to make strides and start really putting up points on the board. Because right now, he he's more of a facilitator. But I feel like he's going to increase that while putting points up, too. So, okay. uh, I got Lonzo. I'm keeping it in the family. All right. I have two here. Not to be, not to be a to cop out and give two, but I have two. Um, okay. One of them is Fred Van Fleet. Um, okay. Statistically, he only averaged 18 last year. So I think there's plenty of room for improvement there. And if he's going to become the number one on this team, like I think he will be, I think he's going to have to step that up a little bit more, probably sit around 23-ish a game. If he does that, I think he is in a good position to win this award. But another guy that I really like for it is DeAndre Ayton. We talked about Chris Paul joining this team. Chris Paul has okay. been known to make his big men around him better. Look at Steven Adams. Look at uh, Blake Griffin, DeAndre. Like These are guys that he has made better like significantly. I think DeAndre Ayton becomes another cog in the lore of Chris Paul and has a really, really good year. Okay. I'm not so, mad at that. Those are those are my two for that. I'm not mad at that. Uh, you got any? Um, uh, who's your finals? 
before we before we a get finals? out of here. We've been talking a lot. Um, who's your finals? I'm I'm going Nets Lakers. Nets Lakers. Okay. I'm yeah. going Bucks Lakers. Bucks Lakers. Yeah. Okay. Two two cool. really kind of soft picks, but there's not but, a chance in this planet that I'm betting against the Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> I can't without do a doubt. It. I refuse. Like if Clay was here, no. Not even. Maybe. Not even. Maybe. Not even. If Clay maybe. was on the Clippers, maybe. <laughs> but yeah. I, I yeah. I Lakers Bucks and I think the Lakers take it pretty easily. Cool. I know you I know you got the Nets not losing a game in the playoffs, but that's a thought. <laughs> no, Nets losing a game this season. So well, you're gonna be very disappointed <laughs> it's, it's okay. after literally <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> gonna be in, he's gonna be in pain. <laughs> if you follow Brooke on Twitter, his new name will be Nets Owen One. I can't believe this is carried Dude, over. Do I have to uh, do that this season? Do do I gotta keep the record on there? <laughs> ah, eh. If it, maybe. Okay, well, we'll come back to this. We'll come back to it. I'm not mad weeks. either way. I like the well, Jets. We'll come back because I waited till about week four with the Jets. So <laughs> we'll we'll see. But that's all we if, got. If you for made you it guys. this far in this episode, yeah, so let us know what you want me to do. <laughs> yeah, so that's our NBA preview. I know it was long winded. We talked about every single team. It, it was bound to happen if we if we were talking about everybody. But we wanted to get our full thoughts on every team, not leave anybody out, except the Sixers, because you suck. <laughs> um, we, we, did, uh, we did violate the Pistons, but it was <laughs> We warranted. did violate the Pistons as well. We seem to do that with Detroit teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we yeah, violated we the Tigers. We violated the, the Lions. Next to bat. The Pistons get out of my face. The, the Red Wings have avoided us, so. <sighs> because they're actually kind of good and, like, hockey. <laughs> we're we're going to try to give you some hockey talk. I'm a Seattle too. Kraken fan now, so that's all that matters to me. Let's go. <laughs> but, yeah, that's all we got for you guys. Let us know what you think. Who do you think is going to win MVP? Rookie of the year. Most improved. Who's your finals? All that good stuff. Do you think your team's going to be good? Do you know they're going to be bad? Because if they are, they you know they probably are. Um, just let us know. As always, go follow us on our socials at underscore to spectators. You can find me at Julian the Cut and Brooklyn at AOBrook7, I believe. Yes. And uh, go check out our YouTube. Hit the like. Hit the subscribe. We'll see you guys next time. Later, everybody. <laughs>